Who would you say the number one threat to the United States is? Is it Russia? Is it China? Is it us here at home? Well, what if I were to tell you that a recent cyber attack on a company called FireEye will be used as an impetus to usher in a brand new age of quantum computing, quantum supremacy? You're going to want to hear this. Please click the like button, subscribe, share this out, and get ready for a deep dive on Waking Infinity News. Reuters, Washington Post, and many other mainstream media outlets have said that Russia is to blame for the recent cybersecurity attack on the Treasury Department and a company called FireEye. And from these companies, you'll actually find, even on these very same articles blaming Russia, you will find that no one in the government, nobody in FireEye, and nobody with any real intelligence can say that Russia was involved but you'll see it on every headline. So you have to ask the question, why? Why right now? We're in December 2020, but it's specifically December 14th, 2020. Russia was being blamed four years ago at this very time for the collusion, the only way that Trump could have gotten into office. Do you remember that? Well, four years later, not a shred of evidence has been actually proven about that. And I'm not here to say that Russia didn't have a hand in it. But what I am saying is Russian fears being pushed at you every four years right around election time. Now, today, the Electoral College meets to count the official votes and certify will it be Joe Biden or will it be Donald Trump. It is quite interesting that on this very day, December 14th, there will be a meteor shower. There is also a total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. My good friend Carmen DeLuccio is an astrologer and he says that this has to do with perception changes. You will see the effects of this playing out for the next six weeks, even the next six months. And uh, you could potentially have seen it for the past six weeks. Well, that would bring us right back to election time. This is very interesting. Another thing where Saturn and Jupiter, every 800 years they get this close, which is really interesting. This alignment is quite rare. The interesting thing about that is that happens right on December 21st, 2020. This is the solstice. Very, very interesting. Out in Australia, Uluru, the indigenous are going to be gathering around Uluru, their sacred mountain, and initiating or activating a device, a piece of technology that's going to start changing the Schumann resonance of the planet. I won't go on and on about that because you can't fact check it. It's just something that you'll hear somebody saying. So a lot of people will say that's just pseudoscience, leave it alone. But it is quite interesting. At the very same time, my friend White Walking Feather, you may know him as Rob and the Paget family from the film Ungrip, is going to be holding sacred ceremony for the government up in what we call Canada, what he calls Turtle Island. He invited them to relinquish their claim on the land. So what does any of this have to do with the elections? Well, you may see that now it's big breaking news all over mainstream media that Hunter Biden is caught in some scandal. He had dealings with the Chinese government. He had a $5 million no interest, you don't have to pay us back type of loan. And it was Joe Biden who used Air Force Two to bring Hunter Biden to China 
to usher in some of these deals. We've known about this. It's not breaking news, but it was suppressed not only by the mainstream media, but also by what is now becoming the mainstream media like Twitter and Facebook. They were suppressing it. And then afterwards they said, okay, after uh, election day, we're going to allow this story again. 17% of people who voted for Joe Biden said after they heard this story, we would not have voted for Joe Biden had we known that his family was compromised. Okay, if you watch Patrick Bet David on Valuetainment, you'll find him talking about a professor named Di Dongsheng. And this professor has said some very interesting things, basically saying that we have old friends high up in the U.S. government, and they have helped us move our agenda along. I'll get into that in a second, but in this one video, he says, who's the number one threat of the United States? Is it Russia? Really, what's their GDP? It's not even really top 10, nothing to be worried about. China has the number one Navy. China has a crazy military with um, super soldiers where they're actually changing their DNA over there and light years ahead of the United States and anywhere else in the world when it comes to technology and cybersecurity and hackers. So why aren't we talking about China? Why isn't it all over the headlines that China should be the number one investigated nation in the recent cybersecurity attacks? Between 1992 and 2016, all kinds of problems between China and the U.S. could be solved by unofficial channels. 为什么以前一九九二年到二零一六年之间中美之间各种问题都能搞得定是不是大家发现没有所有的危机不管是银河号事件还是炸大使馆还是撞了飞机所有事情全部是床头吵架床尾和两个月之内搞定什么原因啊
Well, guess what? We're already working on 5G when 6G is the talk of the town. When you're talking about digital twinning, where every human being in the world has a digital twin, maybe four, five, six, hundred of them. And super quantum computers are guesstimating, really betting on what kind of decisions we will make, what jobs we'll take, what kind of money we will get, and what we will do with our power. The interesting thing about this is in this race, you will also find that there needs to be cybersecurity. So if you follow me on my Instagram page, you'll find that I've been posting a lot about uh, quantum computers. You'll even see Robert Edward Grant, who is posting, I think it was crownsterling.io. It's a new way to encrypt information. It's a new way to secure all of your data. And you will start seeing that there are, in this race for quantum supremacy, there are ways of using quantum computers and quantum entanglement to secure information. What if this entire episode was here as an impetus, the same way COVID-19 is used as an impetus for the Great Reset? What if this whole thing was an impetus to usher in quantum internet? the quantum age, the second quantum revolution. I think we're going to see that. I want to thank you guys for joining me. You might notice this is quite a bit shorter than previous Waking Infinity News. It's because I'm going to try and bring you more of these segments far shorter to fit the algorithms of YouTube. If you want to really get into the weeds, I'm going to go into long-form conversations and I'll put those on bitshoot and minds.com exclusively. I won't have them on YouTube, so you'll have to go to my minds.com and my bitshoot account. I'll give you guys all that information in the show notes below. Please smash the like button, subscribe, share this video out, tell all your friends, please subscribe. Let's grow this thing. And let's start growing minds.com and BitChute because we are very soon going to need new platforms as cancel culture comes in and cuts and slashes any and all kinds of talk that they do not like. And when I say they, there is a very specific they. You'll know who the big technocrats are in this country very soon if Joe Biden gets into office. I want to thank you again for joining me on Waking Infinity News. Remember, Try to stay upbeat and positive about this. Maybe the solar eclipse is going to come in and wipe out all this crap anyway, and you guys don't have anything to worry about. But I do want to say this. It is you who are far more powerful than you've probably ever given yourself credit for, but you will not taste that power if you do not wake up. Thank you guys for joining me on Waking Infinity News. I'll catch you next time.